Hey guys, it's me, your boy Dean. I'm here to serve you this piping hot tea. So I just did my DMX um, episode, and you all could go look at that. It's in my archives. Um, but also, there was another conversation going around in hip hop, and that is, is female hip hop boring without Nicki Minaj? And of course, of course, the conversation was mostly started by Nicki Minaj fans, which are called the Barb. And you know, they ride hard for her. I mean, you saw how Lil Nas X was over here creating art pages and going into other celebrities when he was a teenager. But, but, but you know, that's a conversation for another day. But uh, I saw it started a whole bunch of con- a whole bunch of conversation. I saw YouTubers giving their opinions, you know, and, and the the opinions range from all these girls from Cardi B to Matt Stein to Sweetie, all carbon copies of Nicki Minaj. And then some people feel like hip female hip hop is evolving because even though all these girls are talking about the same thing, you, you know, it's not just one female now. And I, I see that, you know, Nicki Minaj was the only female rapper for a long time, for d- damn near 10 years. Nicki Minaj was the only female rapper that was out there. A lot of the other female rappers before her had fell off, gone into acting, got into reality TV, stopped making music. And Nicki was the only one out there. And now that level, that plane, the level, the, the level field has, um, oh, the playing field has changed y'all I'm sorry I just woke up y'all know how y'all be when y'all just wake up but the playing field has definitely changed and I just want to I just want to go in in depth in this um, topic with you all now I will say I've always felt a connection to female hip hop and you know I like male rappers but I don't know I've always had a soft spot for female rappers I don't know I just like the videos I like the flow it just I just connect with it you know actually my favorite female hip hop song actually is this song and this came out when my mother was in middle school Okay, I can't play the rest of it for copyright, but yeah, that song is called You Can't Play With My Yo-Yo by Yo-Yo. Who was this? Who was, I basically Ice Cube's protege. Now that song came out back in ni- 1989, 1990, somewhere in there. But I still listen to, I wasn't born then, but yet, for those of you who know me, y'all know I'm an old son. I still listen to that song. You know, I most, the female rappers I mostly grew up with were Missy Elliott, Lil Kim, Eve, Trina. Who else? Yeah, that was about it. Yeah, no, Mia X, you know, because my mom was a huge Master P fan and she had all the all the No Limit albums and she did have Mia X album as well. Yeah, those are the female rappers I mostly grew up with. And then, you know, you had some female rappers who were associated with male rappers, but they didn't have like solo projects like Vita with Ja Rule, um, Shauna with Ludacris, um, Rod Digger with Busta Rhymes. And you know, those women could rap. They held their own. 
you know, Mary J. Blige has delved in the rap before. You, you know, I, I don't know if you all remember her song Enough Crime, but her rap on there killed it. I still, I still go hard when I hear that song. But yeah, those were the female rappers I grew up with. Then around 2009, I don't know, it's like female rap just stopped. Then Nicki Minaj came out. And you know, I was a Nicki Minaj fan. I'm not gonna front like I wasn't. Some of the stuff she do now, I kind of look at her sideways. But Nicki was the shit back then. And I'm not gonna take that away from her. She was the shit. I still listen to Nicki Minaj to this day. I still got that first album. You know, I found my iPod, my old iPod from, from damn near seventh grade. And it still worked. They had the charge and everything. And you know, I, I still played. I still um, play that first album to this day. You know, I love your love. I love Super Bass. I love Right Through You. I love Moment for Life. I love all her stuff on that first album. And even some of the stuff she did later, I still like. But Nikki was the only one out there. She was. Then around 2017, that's when all these other rappers started popping up. You know, basically, they, they're from YouTube, from reality TV, from Snapchat, and all these other social media platform. That's how Cardi B got on. That's how the City Girls got on. That's how Mulatto got on. You know, so I will say this. The playing field has definitely changed because social media has made it where people can get noticed, can go viral and get a record deal now. Like Black China has a record deal. Black China has put out songs. And you know, Black China 10 years ago was a stripper who, you know, became famous from being shouted out by Drake in rap songs, and, you know, having a baby by Tiger. That's how Black China got put on. And now she has a record deal. She done put out music videos. And you know, you know, so yeah, anything, anything is possible now. Cardi B done broke millions of re- millions of records. Like she's the first, I believe she's the first hip hop ra- female rapper to have a diamond song, Bodak Yellow, which was her blowout here. I still like that song too. It's diamond. It, it, it is, it's a diamond song. So yes, the game has changed, but I will say those people who are saying these newer chicks are just Nicki Minaj carbon copies, I agree and I disagree. Because truth be told, Nicki and all these girls took all their style from Lil' Kim. Let's be real. You know, Sigmund Freud said nothing in this world is original, and that is true. Because Lil' Kim took her stuff from Madonna who took her stuff from Marilyn Monroe. So really, if we being honest with you, everybody's copying Marilyn Monroe at this point. And maybe that's why a lot of these female rappers seem to idolize her. I've noticed that a trend where they'll always put her in songs and stuff or try to recreate her poses and stuff. And, and that's cool, but that's just something I've noticed over the years. Nicki Minaj has done that same thing as well. But really, but really, you know, I really feel like all these girls are, you know, took Lil' Kim, because if you look at that 90s female rap group, female rap group, Lil' Kim went the farthest out of anyone, even Lauren Hill. And Lauren Hill broke records. The miseducation of Lauren Hill broke a lot of records when it came out. But Lauren Hill didn't have longevity. Lil' Kim did have longevity. Lil' Kim was doing her thing for about 10 years. Then she went to prison. Then she got the plastic surgery. And, you know, little as she done lying her skin and she looked just so different from how I remember her when I was a kid. 
But out of that whole group, Lil' Kim went the farthest. That's why people still still give her props to this day. And I like Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim was a good rapper. My favorite song by her is No Time. I still listen to that junk every, almost every single weekend. When I be, you know, just on my Pandora and I just want to play some old, old stuff, that I always put that in my shuffle because I love that song. So, yes, a lot of these girls do copy Lil' Kim. And also, cause, and, and, and to be honest with you, I do feel like all these female rappers that are popping, Mulatto, City Girls, Midstar, they all talk about the same thing. They all talk about fucking and getting a bag. Literally, that's all they talk about. And I'm not hating on it because that's what sells. That's what you all like. The record company saw that with Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown and Trina. See, the thing is, when Foxy Brown, Trina, and Lil' Kim was out there saying that they got a lot of backlash for that. Because, see, if you were a female rapper, you had to look a certain way. Queen Latifah, MC Light, the Brad, most carried themselves in a more masculine way. They wasn't sitting here talking about fucking and sucking at first. But, you know, they had a nice flow to it. Most of Queen Latifah's hits are about womanhood, self-respect, you know, trying to make it in a man's world. A lot of MC Light stories, well, a lot of her songs are stories about people she knew growing up. I mean, yeah, she had Roughneck, but, you know, you got to listen to her, like, her first album. You know, she could really flow. And DeBrat had a real nice Southern flow. Most of her stuff is party music. But, you know, it, was, it, was, it wasn't it was ratchet. What you hear now is a lot of ratchet strip club music. And, again, I'm not hating on it, you know. I mean, I used to listen to Trina, too, growing up. But you know, it's but at least when it was Lil Kim, Foxy Brown, and Trina, there was a balance. Yeah, you had a Lil Kim, but you had a Lauren Hill, or you know, you had you had a Missy Elliott who had interesting videos, interesting word plays, you know, said stuff that no one else said. You you know, had a different look to her. The, you know, so I noticed some of these female rappers that like Rhapsody, like Young and May don't get the shine like these other girls do because they don't look steadily pleasing. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these record companies will only push the artist so far. Because let's be real, if you like skin with a fat ass, big tits, long hair, like Cardi B, like Mulatto, you, you know, even the city girls, even though they're dark skin, they still have a fat ass and big titties. And, you know, that the record company will push that. Because they know that's what people will see. They know that's what men will like. They know that's what teenage boys will like. I saw an old interview with um, the R&B group Changing Faces. And y'all remember that song? Do you mind if I stroke you up but don't mind? That them. And one of the girls said that it was hard for them to get a record deal because a lot of labels would tell them, because only two of them, that, you know, men need more than just two women to stare at, to be interested. Men need at least four, like in Vogue, or three, like TLC. Because, see, I, to be honest with you, a lot of these record companies, from, from what I've read and what I've noticed, don't really care about female fans when it's a female artist. And you know, because 
even though most men don't don't want to admit it, a lot of men do like female entertainers. I mean, and it's not just for how they look, but a lot of men will mostly buy the stuff if it's a female entertainer who looks a certain way. And that's not me pulling nothing out of thin air. That is a cold hard fact. So that's why Young and May, who is a lesbian, who, you know, dresses like a dude and, you know, has a mostly a masculine feel to her, even though she is dope and, you know, she does have some hits, she will not get pushed like Cardi B. Because there's a machine behind Cardi B. There's a machine behind Madison. There's a machine behind Mulatto. And that's also changed. There was a machine behind Lil' Kim, but because but things just ran differently. You had to go to the radio to get your songs played. There was no streaming. There was no YouTube. You had to go to BET, MTV, VH1 to get your stuff played. And you know, back then, if it was raunchy, a lot of these a lot of these networks wouldn't play your stuff. I mean, the only way you could get your stuff to, you know, trend is basically do the old-fashioned way. Do mixtapes, um, have it played at local radio stations. That's how Uncle Luke got put on the radio. Mainstream radio wouldn't play Uncle Luke and the Two Live Crew stuff. Even Kaya, my neck, my bad, and my, and my, um. You know, she hit, uh, the, the radio wouldn't play that. Now, that's considered a classic by the day, but back then, you know, the, the radio didn't play that. BET wouldn't even play it. And that's changed. And I think I want to look at Nicki Minaj's career to really see how female hip-hop has changed. Because when Nicki first came out, she had the colorful wig, she had the long nails, she had a lot of Japanese clothing, she had a lot of tight clothing. You know, she used to have this asymmetrical black wig. And I remember a lot of girls, a lot of my cousins who were in high school used to copy her style a lot. She used to have this really pink lipstick or, you know, this blonde wig, which I'm glad she got rid of because it looked bad on her. But that was her look. People used to call her the Black Lady Gaga, just like Lil' Kim was called the Black Madonna. Nicki Minaj was was called the Black Lady Gaga for her crazy outfits. And it brought her a lot of attention. It really did. But see, Nicki wasn't ratchet at first. I mean, you go look at Moment for Live, you go listen to Fly, you go listen to even even Bedrock. Nikki had a, her flow was nice. And even when she talked about sex or, you know, people eating her ass, all you bitches are my sons, because she says that a lot. You know, that was her. That was her signature. But, you know, it wasn't ratchet. Nikki never came off as ratchet at first. However, I feel like around 2013, when the rap culture started shifting, because there was this massive shift where, you know, a lot of people were talking about strip clubs, a lot of people were talking about leans, a lot of people were talking about popping bands. You know, most of the most of the big hip hop songs were centered around those three subjects. And if you want to stay in this industry, you got to evolve. You can't always stay in one place. That's why a lot of the older female rap group didn't last after 2008 because again hip hop was changing and when and if you don't want to change with it you get left behind that's a sad fact but that's just a fact 
And and that's when Nicki has songs like Bees in the Trap, Looking Ass Nigga, um, which I do like those songs. I used to love, uh, I like all them songs. I like them songs in high school. I still remember, I still can memorize the lyrics to um, Bees in the Trap. I bees in the chat, bee bees in the chat. Man, I been did that, and I been hopped off. And if she ain't trying to give it up, she get dropped off. Let me bust that. Let me not get in there. Y'all not get ratchet now. <laughs> but Nikki's Nikki's whole style changed. Then you know there was a controversy with her ass because we all know her ass is is fake. And, and you know that that started a whole nother trend, especially with her Anaconda video. Which, for my for my understanding, yesterday you know she set a record for being the first female rapper to have a billion views on her YouTube channel for Anaconda. So congratulations, Onika. But a lot of her songs became more fixed on her on her ass, on her fucking, and all that. And again, I ain't hating on it, but that was that that really showed a shift. And every every single female rapper that's popping right now that came after Nicki has has stuck with that same formula because again that's what sells, and that says a lot about you know the consumer. It also says a lot about what's being put out there. I had this conversation with my barber. I don't think a group like TLC, which I love, I love me some TLC. I don't think a group like TLC would be popular today. Because, yes, TLC talked about sex, but it wasn't in a ratchet way. And I remember, t- you know, Chili and T-Boss used to get so much flat back in 2014 because they were talking about how they didn't like how Rihanna and Nicki was just selling sex, how, you know, that's all, they seem like that's all that you hear from female entertainers. And, you know, I thought they was kind of old and hating. I did. But looking back on it, they had a point. You listen to a song like Ain't Too Proud to Beg, you know, that song is about sex, but it's it's very well done. There's no nudity in the video. I mean, I mean, the girls are wearing men's oversized men's clothing. And, and, you know, I feel like a video like that would not get to be iconic like it is today. Even their song Red Light Special, which is about being freaky, but it's a well-done video. That video is very sexy and erotic. And again, you know, it was they had their own style. I think that's what's missing is it, it seems like a genre has formed called stripper rap. But it's like all the everyone is trying to be the same thing and talking about the same thing. And and I think that's unfortunate. But again, that's what that's what you all support. That's when I when I did that Candace Candace Owens and Cardi B episode. I talked about how Cardi B was saying that you know a lot of people did not support you know her songs like Ring, her songs like you know Be Careful, which are very good songs. But that's that doesn't sell. I remember Rihanna had a song called What Now? And that song is about depression. It's about loneliness. And, you know, I loved it. But that's not one of her biggest hits. I mean, you had to show, I had to show people the video because people did not believe me that Rihanna had a song about depression. But she did. And that's a good damn song. It really is. That's a, that's a damn good song. But again, you know, if it's not about sex, if it's not about 
materialistic things. It's not about getting up on somebody. No one wants to promote it, especially if you're a female artist. Now, I do think that can change because, again, you don't have to go through a record label or, you know, of the radio anymore to be put on. Young and May still drops freestyles and they rack up hundreds of millions of views and people download her stuff to this day. Young and May ain't broke. However, Young and May just won't be put on magazines like Cardi B. She, I noticed, you know, some rappers don't put her on things, but like they do a mulatto. Some of these male rappers, they'll take a picture with her, but they won't work with her. Because again, she ain't selling sex. And I think that's the I think that's the unfortunate thing because looking at the '90s, there was a there was the, if you were a female rapper, you always seemed to have a man who backed you up. DMX backed Eve up. Um, Jay Z backed Fox Brown up. Biggie backed Lil Kim up. Trick Daddy backed Trina up. Um, Timberland backed Missy Elliott up. Jermaine Dupri backed the Brad up. Lil Wayne backed Nikki up. And Lil Wayne still backs Nikki up. You can say whatever you want about Nikki, but I will say she always been faithful to Lil Wayne, even when her and Drake fell out over Meek Mill and stuff. Nikki, for the most part, did not bring Lil Wayne into that. And she still talks to him, and he still stands up for her to this day. I'm noticing that doesn't exist anymore. And I know people, I've heard people talk about, talk about, um, you know, this, this warm gender and this gender warring stuff. And sometimes I roll my eyes, but I do think, I, I have noticed that some of these new rappers, well, these new male rap entertainers or these men that run these new record labels or these new music groups like P with Quality Control with the City Girls, They'll put these girls on, but I just wonder, are they guiding them? You know, I mean, you can say a lot about some of these men from the 90s, like Jay-Z, P. Diddy, and all them. But I will say, even if, even when they fell out with some of their rappers that they put on, at least they stood up for them. Rod Digger said Busta Rhymes stood up for her many of times. And yeah, you have horror stories like Shauna and Ludacris, because Ludacris had Shauna blackballed from the industry when she wanted to do her own thing. That does happen. I think that's why some of these newer female rappers don't want to be associated with some of these males anymore. But truth be told, in the male-dominated industry, you do have to have a male ally. And I will, and I also will say this. Yeah, all these girls that are popular talk about the same thing. But I will say, this female rap to me is interesting. Because when it was just Nicki, I don't know. It's like rap became boring, at least in the female category. Like Nicki Minaj used to win the BET Hip Hop female hip-hop award every year. I think she's won it for 10 years straight and she's the only person to do that. And people were saying they should just get rid of the award. And you know, I you know, I have my own problems with BET, but I'm glad that they kept that award because now, 
you, you know, because you need that competition. You do. If you plan on staying in this industry, Nikki claims she retired. I, I don't believe her. She said this about three damn times. Jay-Z then also said he retired. You see where he's ass at. But, you know, that's that was always the the narrative. Get rid of this award. You always give it to Nikki. Ain't nobody else popping. But, but I'm glad they kept it because because Remy Ma has won it. Cardi B has won it. Hell, who knows? City Girls and Mad Stallion might win it coming up. And this keeps Nikki on her toes. Because truth be told, I don't know if y'all remember when Remy Ma dropped that disc record on Sheetha. And that's one of the best disc records I've ever heard. And you know, I think it took Nikki back. Nikki didn't know how to respond. And she had to regroup. But see, that's what you need sometimes. You need, when, when you claim you're the best at someone, someone gonna come for your title. And I know people wanna be on this female empowerment, but this is hip hop. Roxanne Shantae used to battle other women all the time. Saw and Pepper used to battle other women all the time. That's what hip hop is based off of. And yeah, there's other soft genres of hip hop, but that's the core essence of hip hop. And you know, when you've said you're the best, you're gonna have to prove that. You had your reign, and now these other girls coming for your spot. You say they carbon copies of you. Okay, then. Then put something out there in them. Make them respond to you. I think that's something a lot of these male rappers, at least back in the day, a lot of these male rappers did that very well, where, you know, they'll beef, but they'll keep it in something. But now, you know, everybody want to shoot at each other, and that's the topic for another conversation. But again, because it was just Nikki, that, that didn't exist. And now that these other girls are coming back up and gaining popularity, you know, it's made it more interesting. Even though they all talk about the same thing, it's made it more interesting. And I will say, you know, Nikki, because people claim Nikki fell off by me last year. Nikki had two number one songs. Granted, they were on other people's songs, but they were still number ones. Nikki, you know, was Nikki was one of the most trend trending hip-hop artist all last year. I think she was seven on the list of female artists. You know, people were still buying her stuff. Her features were still racking up. Her videos were still racking up. Yeah, you know, she's not the only one. She's not the head dog in charge, but her fan base supports her. And I think that's what I think and I'm going to end with that. Sometimes it don't matter if you know your single get pushed, it don't matter if people put you all in their face. It matters what people where your fans support it. And with Nicki Minaj, even though I, again sometimes she annoys me now, and her fan base I think is crazy, but I will say they support her. Only time will tell would they support Cardi B, would they support Matt Stein, would they support the City Girls, would they support Sweetie? Only time will tell. But that's my thoughts on that. I just wanted to give you all a little free episode. Well, not free, but a little extra, you know, hip-hop episode. And with that, I'm your boy, D, and I hope you enjoyed this piping hot tea.